With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tonight in the first round of the draft, getting underway in a matter of moments, one of those hopefuls is Ollie Murphy. Now his father, Damien, joins us to tell us about the anticipation of the night. Damien, thanks for your time. Thanks, Kane. Thank you for having me. Oh, how's the nerves? Yeah, a bit choey. bit choey. It's been a big build-up, and um, the night's finally here. I mean, we're realistic. Um, you know, it could be tonight his name's caught out, it could be tomorrow night, but, you know, either which way, you know, he's, he's really excited. Do you, have a, do you have a gut feel like everything that I have read is around the 20 mark or top 20 or maybe, you know, 21, 22-ish? Seems like he's developed really nicely this year as a key defender. What, what is your gut feel, if I can ask? Yeah, the gut feel probably is um, around uh, that mid-20s. So he might come at the back end of the first round tonight or um, hopefully um, in the early selections tomorrow night. Um, so uh, we'll have to see. I think, you know, once, once you get into that 20-plus selections, it, it brings in a whole uh, new draft of clubs um, mm. who have got picked. So it kind of, the uncertainty sort of also is there as to which club sort of you know, wants to take uh, Ollie on. Take us through the journey as the father, though, Damien, because it's, it's fair to say he's come with a bit of a flurry this season. Uh, picked as a back pocket in the All-Australian side, he... He's, uh, he's always been talented, but uh, he's certainly developed a lot this season. Yeah, he has, Jared. Thanks. He, he, um, he, he really probably... Clubs didn't really know him at the start of the year. Um, and, yeah, he had a real growth spurt um, uh, towards the end of... Uh, or middle of last year to the end of the last year. And so, all of a sudden, he's presented a pre-season, a 200-centimetre um, agile backman. And... Um, so I think his first game was, you know, the end of March against the Dragons, which against the Eastern Rangers, and he had a good game, and and he came under notice then. So that that really started the the journey, and uh, so played for Sandy Dragons, and then played the first four rounds, and then played for Caulfield, Grammar, um, right through to August, and then then went back um, uh, to the Dragons at the end of the year, um, and. They were lucky enough to win a flag. Um, and amongst all of that, he played in the national championships um, yeah, around that June-July school holiday time. So there was a lot of footy. I, I think in total, he probably played about 25 games. Um, it, it's a pretty intense uh, six months. And uh, he, he's done a fantastic job to work so hard to get himself in a position for tonight. 
So they went to him, was it in the preseason, and said, look, we, we want to have you as a key defender. You've, you've got the size. I think one of his coaches said everyone, every club needs someone who can play on, on Max King and these big, tall forwards, uh, the Mitch Lewis types. How was that received? Clearly, he received it well. Yeah, he, he did. And um, uh, Rob Harding, who was the coach at Dragons and also the big Metro coach, uh, identified him as a, as a key back and... and from that point of pre-season, set about and sort of really building his craft around that role, and he had a lot to learn. And um, uh, and from there, you know, there was a it was a real process, um, particularly running into the national champs as well, to get him more confident around playing that position. And uh, he's really thrived. He he uh, he can't see himself like he just sees himself now as a key back. Um, mm. As much as he played forward and ruck for school footy. He really did enjoy that key back position. Um, so, you know, we, when we went through the process with a lot of the clubs um, who were interviewing him and myself and um, his mum, you know, they didn't know him, and, and but they certainly did eyes lit up when he said, "I want to play back." So, so that has uh, set him on the path to potential glory. We uh, we hopefully hopefully that's how it's it's all going to finish. How do you fit in as a, as a dad when all of a sudden uh, these super fo- super professional hardened uh, recruiters start knocking on the door and uh, putting the putting the screws on uh, young Ollie? Yeah, it's a it's a real um, interesting process. I think we, we worked out there was over twenty seven hours of interviewing across um, pretty much all but three of of the clubs, and um, so you got you got really well. Uh, he really knew how to answer the questions <laughs> towards the end. He, and, um, uh, you know, for me and, you know, and his mum, it just, um, it was it was really quite, you know, we were quite proud of him to see how he really grew through those interviews. Yep. And it, it is a very challenging and it's a very confronting time because not only are they obviously trying to understand um, what his aspirations are as a footballer, but he has to think probably... Um, about questions that not every 18-year-old's thinking about, and that is, you know, where, where are you going to be in three or four years or five years, and where are you going to take your footy, and what are you going to do with your education, and all that kind of stuff. So um, he, he did really well. Um, uh, you know, the tough thing for me, Jared, was um, I'm a little bit shorter than Ollie. Yep. So, you know, the first thing they'd always say is go, where do you get his height from? Right. So we, we had to tackle that um, you know, about 17 times. Um, What'd you say? He threw, he threw, well, he threw to his mother's side. And um, <laughs> there's height on her side, fortunately. And, right. uh, uh, you know, he's got me by just a couple of 25 centimetres in height. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, he may have your midfield brain. Uh, well... Yeah, I don't think either the height or the talent he got from me, so he's very fortunate. What about the engine? We're speaking to Damien Murphy, who's the father of Ollie, hopefully a, a top twenty-ish prospect taken tonight. Six minutes and eight, six sorry minutes, eighteen seconds for the two K time trial at the combine, which for someone who's two hundred centimeters is absolutely elite. Where did he get his tank from? Um, I I, I do a lot of running, um, but he certainly got me covered over two K. Um, He's just got a uh, a love for running. Um, running and tennis are his two other great interests, and they've really helped him with his football. Um, and, you know, he's just been working on this year more of his short-distance 
power running um, to complement his endurance. But, you know, when you watch his games, the second half of the game, he, he, he really does, um, you know, grow an extra extra leg. He's, um, yeah, he's a, he's a very strong runner. Um, mm. And, you know, it, it helps his game. Are you concerned about the pitfalls of a, a young bloke leaving school this year with, you know, probably getting 50 bucks off his old man and this time next year he'll probably have 400,000 bucks in the bank? There was a few concerns along the way. By the way, it was twenty five dollars a week. Okay, twenty five. Um, and um, I kept the other twenty five. Good. But he, um, he, the first concern was balancing school throughout all this. There was lots of demands, and yet obviously it's his final year of school. And Caulfield were great. Not only were they, their football program led by Steve Grace and Ann Phillips and Barry Rollings, were they really good in kind of helping him balance school studies with with football, particularly the Corfield program, but then you know, obviously leading into the exams, and then just making sure you know his brain was focused on not combined, but on exams, um, and and then now it's about you know learning how to to, to manage money, and he's with Connor Sports and Nick Geeshan, and and they do a lot of work around budgeting, um, financial planning, cash flow management. And so all of a sudden he's kind of learning a life school probably earlier than he would have had to. Um, so it's such a, yeah, it's, 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 a, mm. it's a big thing. And, and he's kind of been thrust upon him. He's going from his $25 a week to, you know, if he's lucky enough to get a contract with a club um, that starts the next couple of weeks. Damien, we don't know how the night's going to play out with clubs able to trade picks, but I'm looking at a couple of interstate clubs. Adelaide could desperately use a key defender. That's a, a glaring hole in their list. They've got pick 20. I'm looking at the Eagles, depending on what they do at pick 23. Is it daunting for you and for him to uh, have a big move interstate or not? Uh, he, he's really um, well, welcoming in. He's just looking for any opportunity wherever that takes him. He's, his suitcase is packed. Um, as a parent, um, you know, as mother and I, we, we just, um, it, it is a little bit daunting. I mean, the reality is, you know, he's been with us for 18 years and then mm. after the next couple of nights, he's not. So um, there's not a lot of lead time to get used to that idea um, that he's gone. But um, I think being interstate, the one thing I will say is that the clubs who we have met from interstate are very, very accommodating in terms of um, really uh, integrating the, the family back in Melbourne into the interstate um, community and the interstate club, which is the family. Um, so that kind of gave us a lot of confidence as well. The system is really well set up now to the interstate parents. Who does the family barrack for? Uh, I take it your base size, so St Kilda must be close to your heart. Yeah, long time suffering, Jared, And uh, it goes back, you know, my father and I standing under the windsock in the wing in the 80s watching us get pumped by about 15 goals every week. And then by the time we got to the car, we, we, we kind of convinced ourselves we'll win next week. Um, we had Joffre so, on the wing just ploughing his way through the mud all those, all those games. <laughs> yes, that's right. And, uh, you know, to see RSCA now, you know, where the Sandy Dragons trained in the condition it is, it's just immaculate compared to the, the bog that we used to watch the games in. But, yeah, I mean, it'd be a dream for Ollie to be picked by St Kilda and... Um, um, but, you know, he's not real fast. I'm probably more sentimental and emotional about that. Mm, pick 21 uh, with the Saints. So around that mark, has he met with, or he certainly met with the club, has he met with Ross Lyon? 
he did. He met with Ross in, at the Combine. And um, it was at the end of the first day. I think they started on that Friday at about 8.30 in the morning. I think he, he might have met Ross at about 7.30 at night. So it was a, a long day. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, you know, it was, a, it was a good experience for for Ollie to have that time with Ross. And, um, um, yeah, I mean, they, I, I think, you know, with the interviews that he had, the second or third interviews, some of the clubs, that they really were portraying the reality of what the boys are going to be walking into um, mm. and to give them an idea of what day one looks like and then what the, the next couple of years potentially could look like. So, well, Give us yeah. an example of what they would have said. Um, pretty much the, the, I guess the main message is that um, don't think you're prepared. Um, you, you may have done everything to give yourself an opportunity, but you're walking into a very um, a different environment to the ones that you've been used to, whether it's school or club or mm. academy. Um, and whilst you are ready for the next step, it is a big step. And so I think it was more just to ensure that the boys weren't um, feeling too, um, what's it called? Com- not comfortable but casual about going into that, yep. into that environment. Mm. And, but at the same time is that they have been really great to talk about the resources that they make available to each of the boys to welcome them in and then just to introduce them into the system. It is interesting because you only have to look at uh, the draft, go back five years and go back to the top 20 picks. They're not all still playing. I mean, a couple mm-hmm. of first uh, top tenors aren't there. Will Gould just uh, got a contract... Uh, didn't get his contract extended at Sydney, and he was taken as a key defender in about the same pick. So it's there is uh, whilst it's all fantastic, there is the reality at play, which uh, I guess everybody has to face at some stage. Can I ask you how you actually determined which manager you would go for? Um, yeah, it was Ollie's decision in the end, and and we met with a number of them, and um, really hard because they're all. Very, they're very good at what they do, and and um, each time they were presenting, it was hard to differentiate. But really, in the end, it was Ollie that was making his judgment on just that connection he made. Yep. Um, and uh, when we met with Paul and and with Nick Geeshan, um I could just tell Ollie really sort of warmed to those guys. And um, uh, you know, obviously, one of the 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 positives about walking into a corner sports is that they've been doing it for a long time um, and, you know, they've probably seen it all from the number one draft pick to, you know, drafting someone who's been at 50. And at that stage, when we did go with Connor sports, um, we weren't really even sure that, that Ollie was even going to be, you know, being considered for, for draft. We were, it was just more hope. <laughs> so um, it's kind of worked out. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, there's an article or two about this in the Herald Sun over the weekend, is the difference between school footy, um, and I think you, you mentioned he went to Caulfield Grammar and the Sandingham Dragons, where, where Ollie also played. The, the difference in standard there, Damien, how did you assess that? Yeah, it was, I mean, two different experiences. I, I loved watching the school footy um, because I could just see Ollie had a lot of fun playing school with his mates. And, um, and for many of them, school footy was going to be the, the, the pinnacle of their footy career. Um, so it, it, it was great to see that. When you, walk, when you go into the, to the, um, the Coates League with the, the Dragons, the, mm. uh, the, the standard is uh, somewhat higher. Um, and 
you don't often see the ball touch the ground. And uh, the pace is quicker. Um, and uh, But the one thing I will say, that the difference between the two, with the school footy, you can see there is a real camaraderie and team connection um, because they're all mates. Um, with the Dragons, because they're taken away after round four and then they're brought back together towards the end of the season, it's, it's, it's hard to replicate that same connection. But I must, to the credit of Rob Harding and the, and the coaching team, they really gelled those boys together to get the, the best out of them at the right time of the season. Um, but, yeah, it's great, great footy. I love watching footy. And so to see it at any level, you know, is awesome. But, yeah, it was mm. the, the, the Dragons. It was, it was really great footy. And you'll see probably, I think, maybe four or five, six probably get drafted um, over the next two nights. Damien Murphy, the father of Ollie Murphy, joins us just uh, minutes out from the draft getting underway. So what, is, what does tonight look like? Where, where will you be and um, uh, who will be there, I guess? Yeah, well, we're, 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 we made the decision. We, we want to be all together as a family. And um, uh, so um, we'll be all at mine and um, uh, Ollie's girlfriend will be with us as well. And it's a bit low-key. I mean... Knowing he could well be selected tomorrow night as well, we didn't want to obviously make too big a thing of tonight. Mm. Um, and uh, so we'll enjoy the night. And um, uh, it's his uh, girlfriend's 18th birthday, so oh. um, uh, so you know we're, we're, it, that'll be a good celebration. Well, it's uh, nerve-wracking, but such an exciting time for everyone and, and families included. Uh, it's been a fascinating insight that you've given us about the, the 12 months in the lead-up to the draft, and we just wish you all the best and, and look forward to watching Ollie at an AFL club for the next 10 years. Hopefully, Damien, appreciate your time. Thanks, Gain. Thanks, Jared.